Dhabi here, and today we have a new episode in the Art of Dhabi podcast, and today we'll talk about trying to be more free, because <laughs> I've been, um, I, I can tell if I'm being paralyzed by, or through analysis, analysis by paralysis, it's usually when I, like, I can tell because I'm not moving, like, I'm so in my own head. Like, I'm thinking, but I'm not thinking at the same time. Like, it feels like I'm trying to solve a problem in my head. But at the same time, I'm not actually doing anything. So it feels like I'm in this limbo of sorts, where I'm kind of in, in between worlds. It's very interesting because <laughs> it's uh, it does happen a lot. It does happen a lot. And... I think I just I just need to be more aware when that happens. So it's something that I'm not completely over with. And it's something, it's one of my current struggles of being, like I just overthink things. Like I hesitate sometimes. And here's what's cool. Once you've figured out, say, your setup, once you've, once you have all of your tools, your equipment, your... Um, even a plan, like you ha- even if you have all of these things prepared and you're pretty much ready, like there's nothing really stopping you from going out there and doing your thing and going balls deep onto your or into your craft. I think you're faced with your own emotions, thoughts, ideas, and it feels more raw. Like you don't really have an excuse anymore if you have everything in front of you, everything that you need anyway. Like, there's nothing stopping it except your own mind, your own thoughts. There's something about having to face that raw part of yourself. And I think it's um, it's one of the deciding moments, I guess. I mean, this will happen often. It's not like a one-time thing. This will happen continuously and often, but it's in these moments when you're faced with this sort of thing that it's one of those defining things that help i guess shape your future in some way like over time if you keep making certain choices it will lead to certain consequences you know for me it's being able to just put my pen to paper and uh, create something because for me i want to be able to create imaginatively i don't want to just copy stuff and because it's very boring for me like i'm not inspired or I don't feel that passion or that energy when I have to copy something like one-to-one. So doing those things, those types of one-to-one types of artwork, nowadays you can just use some kind of filter, maybe even an AI filter to uh, do those kinds of things. So for me, I think what really attracts me to this, um, if if I can call it a profession, (laughs) it's the imaginative element to it. And uh, guys like Kim Jong-gi, like the way he, um, he passed away recently, I believe, and uh, but you know, R.I.P. But uh, I love the way, like it feels very freeing seeing his kind of work, and I want that for myself as well. Like I feel that course of action, that path is the way to go, but somehow I'm still hesitating. Like I want to be free in that creative aspect, but I'm still hesitating. So I'm not sure what's stopping me from being able to go in and just create. 
Um, I haven't figured out why there is this hesitation to be free. It's kind of weird, right? Like you're hesitating to be free. Maybe it's because there's a bit of fear, I guess, from having that much freedom. <laughs> is that a thing? Who knows? But uh, Kim Jong-gi, by the way, is this amazing Or Just type in his name online. K-I-M space J-U-N-G space G-I. He's a very famous Korean, South Korean um, artist. And he's very well-known, very world-renowned artist. Um, very talented, very skilled. And uh, I think he has inspired a lot of future, younger um, generation of artists to be and do some art stuff at the very least some basic even even at least as a, as a hobby i think he has inspired way or a lot of people basically and i want that energy you know i want to be able to do what he does as well and uh, and people like him he's not the only one and yeah it's just something that i'm faced to deal with this fear of i guess i'm guessing this fear of being able to just draw or render or paint whatever you want and i think this goes hand in hand with the the paradox of choice if you're given the freedom of choice and you have a lot of choices in front of you you experience the paradox of choice it's where you have so much you have so much choices in front so many choices in front of you that you end up not deciding because there's just so much to choose i remember hearing this or seeing this in a design book um the less options you have the faster your decisions will be so maybe that's my thing maybe i have maybe that freedom is providing me so many options to uh like in front of me so it's hard for me to move forward or it's slowing me down having that amount of options in front of me i think is what's preventing me slowing me down from being able to create anything and uh, i think setting limitations must be the thing now i do know now this is more of a uh, this is more of a reflective episode I'm, I'm not really sharing anything useful right now usually i try to give some kind of tips or i write things down beforehand but i think for this episode i want to be more expressive and share things like just brain dump and uh, and maybe that's that's how or maybe maybe that is the approach i should have for uh, my YouTube videos as well, or for my art in general, just being able to dump shit in a piece of paper, or in my case, a canvas, in a digital canvas. And I think that's my, that could be a good approach to just focus more on being able to express yourself and dump all of your ideas in your mind. So maybe that's more of a, a positive, not positive, but a probable way of solving this issue of hesitation. For example, for this podcast, it's hard for me to do a podcast episode if I don't have notes um, written down. Because again, I do like to reflect on things before I share them at the very least. But, you know, um, right now I'm not really doing that. I'm more open. I'm more raw. And maybe that's what I need more. <laughs> Ooh, to be uh, raw with my work and just, yeah, maybe that should be my limit. It's, it's not really a limit. It's more of a... Because I feel like a lot, like your work becomes somewhat diluted if you put too many constraints. But at the same time, it's hard to create things and move forward quickly if you don't have constraints, if you don't have limitations. So how do you have this balance of 
having that raw energy of that passion, right? Passion, but at the same time, setting good limitations so you're somewhat funneled into some direction that helps you move forward, forward much faster. Because if you have, again, too many options in front of you, too many choices, you end up not choosing. And that's another form of analysis uh, paralysis. So how do you solve that? Fuck. How do you balance that? I don't know. Because yeah, whenever I see like uh, sketchbook pages, like especially like, similar, to, similar to those of Kim jong it's so freeing to look at. And just seeing that, I think I really want that for myself as well. So why not do that too? So like what's stopping me, you know? Maybe it's because I, I want it to be good because obviously I want people to because it's you're less likely to follow someone or um, support someone if they're not good at what they do. So that sucks, dick. <laughs> or that sucks, you know, in general. But yeah, you want to be you want to advertise yourself as a competent person, as a competent artist in this case. So if you have bad drawings or bad illustrations, paintings, it doesn't it's not very motivating because as much as I want to express myself, I also want that that engagement in my work. And if it's so ugly, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get some engagement, but it's going to be so, so negative. Like why even bother? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Get a real job, you know? <laughs> and I think it just leads me to this depressive kind of mood. Um, I mentioned in, in a past episode Maybe the thing that should tie my work together is the passion. So even if I'm not as good th- that day or in, with that drawing or sketchbook page, or as long as people can see I'm trying, that I'm passionate about what I'm trying to do, maybe that can get some kind of support. Who knows? So yeah, I think the point is I should be more raw, be more focused on the passion, but, but at the same time, set limitations. Um, I do know, for example, a simple limitation may be um, setting, my ca- setting my canvas size to 16 by 9. I think that's a normal widescreen, typical widescreen view because I want my sketchbook pages, the digital ones anyway, because I do things digitally, um, to be viewed like kind of like a wallpaper. Um, so d- doing things in a, in a square by, in, in a one by one, like canvas ratio is kind of awkward. And it doesn't take advantage of the widescreen of most uh, laptops. And I'm not really into TikTok videos or Instagram stories. So longitudinal videos seem weird. So I think a 16 by 9 is much more um, appropriate for me. So having that simple canvas size ratio limit is a step forward. I used to work on a 1 by 1, but now I think I'm going to stick to a 16 by 9, a widescreen I mean, it, and it looks great for YouTube videos too, when I do my recordings. Yeah, because the canvas size just fits that typical standard widescreen view. Another limitation I could set is the background. Um, right now, I'm using a, I am going to change it, but I used to use a yellow background because it's just easier on the eyes. But I think I'm going to stick back and go back to just using a white canvas color. Because it's just easier to read things, and uh, even if it's not as, even if it seems bright, bright, it seems more. It's just easier to look at at the same time, even though it's somewhat bright. It's everything just seems clear. Like if I added some color to a yellow background or some line work, it does. It's 
somewhat muted and it's hard to see. Even if it's easy on the eyes, if it's hard to see, um, I don't think it's going to be good for the the viewers and even for and even for myself. So, so that's a limitation. Sixteen by nine, widescreen view, white background, um, and also you know I have so many brushes and like in Clip Studio Paint. And I'm really proud of myself because I do achieve a lot of nice looking brushes that I'm very confident in using. But like, which one do I pick, you know? So maybe for each episode or for, or for each video that I do or a recording, I could just pick, or each uh, sketchbook session page or page session, I could stick to just using one type of brush or, or, or a few set of brushes. And I think that can help uh, me create more. And much and and have that less and have less hesitation hesitation <laughs> so yeah i think yeah, having a solid structured set of limits plus at the same time keeping that raw emotion or passion and balancing both those two things i think that's the way to uh move forward yeah, I want to see that energy in my work and to limit that with with and having that energy, but at the same time, having enough limits to contain that energy into something productive or to, to use that and create something functional, productive and engaging. So maybe that's my approach. I'm not I'm not even really sure with what my um, approach will be because I'm trying to work at this in different ways. I'm trying different things to make sure that I actually get to where I want to get, right? So I'm not exactly sure what the answer is, but I think I'm going to go with this approach. Um, as of this recording, anyway, have that raw emotion, have that raw energy, but at the same time, set some limits so you can actually move forward and uh, create something. I was watching this uh, Frank Frazetta video. It was an interview um, video, and he mentioned how He's not really into the, the details, like the skill so much, like his primary thing that he looks for in other artists and in, I guess in his own work is the design. He's not really so much into the anatomy also uh, and those kinds of things. Like he, it, it, it matters, but it's very last or it's not as important as the, the overall thing. And that's the, that's the design. And he mentioned how it's more about being creative and that's the primary thing like he needs to see the creativity <laughs> in the design of your composition of your entire piece or whatever the idea is he needs to see some kind of original creative thing expressed through your design whatever your uh, medium of expression is and i think that's what he according to him anyway in this um interview that's his primary thing that he uh looks for and prioritizes so i think that's a very it's very similar to saying like it's more focused on the idea i guess so maybe for my own work maybe i should focus more on the, the gestures like the shapes and i think this can like a, a lot of animated work if you look at 2d animation like the way they do things they, they can express so much even if they skew the perspective sometimes or the anatomy and even if they drop the details to below zero, uh, or it's very minimal details, but they can still tell a story. And that's, I think, what fascinates me about animated work as well. Um, so maybe I should have that 
concept as well. Simplify. Uh, don't don't focus so much on the details. Be more gestural. Be more animated. Be more expressive. Focus more on the the, the impression of the thing. And maybe that's also why I'm fascinated by impressionism because there, it's not very detailed work. And the main thing is you're trying to just create this impression of the thing, the idea of the thing, you know. In Frank Frazetta, in in this uh, interview um, video, he mentioned about creating illusions uh, with contrast, with hues, and a lot of his con uh, like it doesn't always make sense realistically, like his colors or his value range, but it still works. Like it gives the illusion that there is something happening, you know. So it doesn't always have to be right. Maybe that's why I'm also hesitating because I feel like I need things. I need my um, work to be right. And I think that's the wrong approach or that's not the best approach. I think focusing more on trying to get that feeling out in me and expressing that feeling in my work and focusing more on that and just using a bunch of illusions that kind of imply things that give illusions make it it, it 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 just makes your feelings make a bit more sense but the primary thing being is that raw energy that design that idea that feeling and if people can see that thing in your work it doesn't really matter how many how much detail or how less or how low the amount of details are or even if it doesn't even have even if it doesn't have color or even if it's not a full painted fully illustrated thing if the idea is there and it's communicated well it's clear and the design overall design makes sense and you just get it quote unquote get it i think that's more than enough um, because i think that's the thing i'm trying to go for more creative types of artwork more imaginative kinds of artwork um less referenced it's not one-to-one -one. i mean yes i'll use references but it's not one-to-one -one. i'll still do my studies and all but i don't want to have that thing where i have constant references on my side i want to be able to create art artwork on the fly and i think that having that goal can help me maybe that's also a good limit to have like it helps me direct my efforts towards that being able to create imaginative pieces um on the fly kind of like kim jungi how about that simple goal helps direct my actions towards a direction a uh, one direction I'm thinking of the band um, and making sure that the raw energy of feelings that I have is expressed towards that direction as well. So uh, I think I'll stick with that idea for now as of this recording anyway. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it turns out. So I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.